Hey y'all, it's Whitley and you're tuned in to another Wondering Whitley session. Now this is Car Chronicles. I'm leaving work. I know I already posted and recorded an episode today if you're listening again, but I had to get this off my chest, off my mind. And I just wanted to emphasize the the importance of taking initiative and following through and understanding the importance of it and so what has me thinking about that is because y'all know if you listen to any of these episodes I am a teacher Um, I work at a university I also work at full-time at a middle school and there's one job I said I think every person should have at least one time in their life or even a day and that's in working in customer service I've always said like serving people like a waitress But now I will also add teacher to that list. And I mean like teacher either with K through 12 students and even like collegiate and not those upper level courses where they super seniors and they in their major courses, but the courses where everybody got to take them. And, you know, you may get some freshmen in there who fresh off of their high school campus, like those classes. (laughs) And the reason I say that because, okay, so for one of my classes, I'm very much so a project-based learning style. And I like setting that type of environment in my classrooms, but especially when it comes to collegiate, because one thing I wish I would have had more of, even though I study dance, so it's very hands-on, it's in your body. I I wish I would have had more opportunities to create for myself and to just kind of think outside of the box with how I wanted to apply the concepts, how I wanted to approach it. So in all of my classes, that's kind of how I set the precedence for the class. I teach the foundational concepts. I teach what the students need to know in order to be successful in the task. But then I set up a a project, a challenge that they have to work on, collaborate with as a group in order to reach that. And so in one of my classes, it may be easier because all of their time is in group hour. Group group work is in the class time. Well, with this particular course, the way it was set up, and we all agreed on this, that you could either, if we decided to go online, I gave them one free class off and then I even gave them part of my class time to work in their groups. I told them, hey, don't schedule any other activities during this time, even though, you know, moving forward, we'll be knocking an hour off because now we're going to go on Zoom. So now I have students. We we did our first presentation. Every group after the first one now, every group after the first one last week, we're just doing group presentations. So now I'm having, and I think these are two students of the same group, emailing me like, oh, our group work I think is due tomorrow on Thursday. I don't know what today is, y'all. Well, it's due this Thursday. No, today is Monday, y'all. Goodness, all these days coming together. They're like, our group work is due on Thursday. And... We haven't been able to meet with our group, but I'm just scared. So I just wanted to bring it to your attention because I don't know if we'll have anything done. And me and such and such and one other person has been able to meet up and we've only collected the research. And so I'm looking at the email and I'm I'm thinking in my head, so what's stopping y'all from doing the project? 
That's my first question. I didn't ask that yet. The first question I asked both of them because they emailed me separately, but at the same time. And I said, well, how did y'all split up the work when we assigned groups the second week of school and we were in person like y'all sat with y'all groups y'all spent the last 45 minutes talking to y'all's groups like what how did y'all use that time because now we're five weeks in so I'm confused and I said and then my second question was you know what did y'all do on y'all's work day which was the very next week I gave y'all off we didn't have class I said use that time as a work day because after that it'll be I'm doing one more presentation and then it'll go into the groups. And I haven't read, you know how on emails, if you're on the iPhone, I don't know how it works on any other phone. You can see a preview of the message. And like I saw on the first line, an excuse. Well, the first day we were trying to set a date and I didn't get into how they set the work date. But it just made me want to come on here and talk about taking initiative and I know group work is not easy. It's, I mean, at any grade, any level, but especially in college. But the reason I'm not giving my students any excuses because there's designated three hours a day that you should have nothing. Y'all all should have at the same time. Like nothing should be planned. So if you plan something, that's on y'all. But this group work need to still get done. I don't care how you do it. I only care about the product. And so... I got on here and wanted to talk about this because what frustrates me is that I'm looking at this email like, okay, what's stopping y'all from doing the project, even if everybody don't do their part? Because at the end of the day, your grade is on the line if they don't do it. And one of the people said that in the email, I just don't want my grade to be affected. Well, then that means you need to produce a project and not put their name on it. That's what I would do. Now tell me, y'all gonna have to DM me if I'm wrong for thinking like that. But I'm like, why would you, why are you emailing me? Because I'm not gonna handle this problem for y'all. I've already told y'all that. So I'm really confused. So I came on here and I wanted to talk about the power and the importance of initiative because there are so many people who handle their lives in this same way. They act very powerless, very helpless, take a back seat to their own lives and then point and look at other people passing them by or they wasn't supposed to help me or they were supposed to help me do this or I didn't get here because they didn't do this for me or I didn't get to do this because such and such didn't show up. Like all of that may even be true. All of it may be true and it may be devastating and it may be hurtful, but how many times have you had to pick up your stuff and go anyway when people didn't show up when they said they was, when people didn't follow through on their word like they said they would, when people told you one thing and demonstrated the complete opposite, when that man told you all them sweet nothings and he showed, gave you his butt to kiss. When your friends told you they'll be there, be this, be that, and they were not. When you plan this event and you plan for this time and this clock and it didn't go that way, the show still had to go on. They, it still had to go on. That saying didn't come out of nowhere because one or two people, even a whole group of people can't stop nothing. And if you're listening to these episodes, I want 
us as a unit, as women, to get out of the habit of blame, of pointing the fit finger, and out of victim mentality, and out of not taking initiative when all the opportunity is there. These students are literally emailing me saying they did some research and their research, their project is due on Thursday. They've had since the second week of school. It's now the fifth or sixth. I'm not even counting. And you're emailing me the week of talking about the project ain't done. What you want me to do? What you think I'm about to do? Go rattle up the whole, y'all need to do this. I'm not doing that. That's not my job. And there's a higher expectation for y'all to figure it out because you are collegiate students. And I let them know that up front. I don't even do this with my middle schoolers. So I say the same thing. People are going to have way less grace for you as a grown adult, able body, able mind, intelligent, smart, brilliant. They're going to have less grace for your excuses as to why you're not producing the results that you say you want. It'll be all up to you. So if you're one of the people who allow yourself to make excuses and allow whatever reasons there are to become an excuse as to why you're not progressing, that's gonna be a sad reality. It's gonna be a sad reality for you because people who are going somewhere, who don't wait on nobody, who almost expect some people not to show up, follow through, or always have a plan, or if they don't have a plan, they know how to pivot because even if they allow themselves to depend on people, they always, even if they don't have a backup plan, they always like a cat gonna land on their feet that's how i'm that's how i try to build myself like i'm always gonna land on my feet i don't know how much i don't even i can't even account how many times even in the past two months something has not went the way that i planned i had to shift shift on demand shift on demand like nope this ain't gonna work Nope, I knew they wasn't gonna come through. Dang, I knew, I knew I should have just asked. I knew I should have just, and it, and it never fails. And we all can have excuses. That's the thing. And and let me differentiate what I mean by excuses and what I mean by reasons. There are reasons for everything. There's a reason and there's an explanation for everything. But to me, the re, the way that I'm defining an excuse is when we turn that reason into a an obstacle as to why we can't move forward to me that's an excuse in my sorority we call that a bridge to nothingness excuses are like a bridge to nothingness they lead nowhere fast because they don't because guess what all of us got a reason to be mad all of us got a reason to be bitter all of us got a reason to be held back all of us got a reason to be broke all of us got a reason to you know hold a grudge all of us got a reason to say we we deserve to be in the struggle all of us got reasons but the difference between the people who reach their ideal and their vision of success is they don't let those reasons become excuses as to why they can't progress and it's the people who allow the reasons that all of us have to become excuses that don't go nowhere And don't do nothing but frustrate people who just want to move forward and don't see anything but opportunity 
in the direction that you're in or in the thing that you see an obstacle in. They don't see nothing but opportunity. I haven't even read my students' email. And I'm like, I would have tore this assignment up. And I sure, and they have, and the thing is, after that, they have a peer, they have a peer evaluation. The same email you write me, put this on your peer evaluation. They won't get their points and they won't get group points. Simple. But why would you not turn in a project waiting on group members who for clearly four weeks, none of y'all have coordinated? So it's not just your group members who looking bad in my eyes. It's all of y'all because clearly all of y'all have procrastinated because this is the first email I'm getting. And that's what people don't understand. When you do that, nobody cares about the reasons. All it does is look like an excuse, especially when the person on the receiving end don't care nothing about the process they only care about the results the man you looking for who you say you want a king you say you want all this type of man he gonna be looking for your results he don't care how you got there he don't care about how you healed he don't care about how you got vibrant he don't care about how you stand on the up and up how you got your mind right even if he asks he just gonna be wanting to dwell and bask and your healedness and your positivity and your inner happiness. He don't care how, he, how you got there. He gonna be looking for the end result. What have you been working on? What have you been doing in your preparation season? When you go apply for that job, they looking at your resume, yeah, they looking at everything you did, but when they about to hire you, they wanna see how has those skills manifested? How is all this experience you had shown up to when we need you under pressure these skills can come out because last person we hired they had this same experience but when the pressure was on and we put the clock on them they could not produce where did that preparation go so yes the process matters the process is where you build character the process is where you build skill the process is where you build efficiency the price the process is where you develop and gain and strengthen relationships the process is where you're doing your growing in the darks but all the process is for you but at the end of the day the world is only going to care about the product what are you doing what are you doing we don't care about what you're talking about, what you're going to do, what you should have, could have, would have done, who didn't do what. We only care about the product. And it's important to understand and appreciate both. Because I'm all about the process being an artist and creative myself. I'm all about the process. But I also understand when my principal will want to see me at my school on Friday and she want to see some my classes up there performing, I have to produce so even if I last Friday I put I put together a video because I was like my students I didn't already sign them up and they are not ready to be on them that stage I had already committed I made this video and this is the first time I've ever heard my principal say wow I'm so proud of you send me that video I want to put that on our website I've never heard her say that <laughs> but I stayed up till three in the morning I was like I can't back out and so I showed her our process in a professional way I still produced the product because you know what did nobody want to hear? I didn't even want to hear myself give an excuse. Oh, my students wasn't ready. We got up there on Wednesday and it was just like, oh, it was just a mess. All of that was true. All of that was true. But guess what? I had already committed. 
guess what? There was already an expectation. I could have easily backed out, but I didn't want to do that to myself. I didn't want to do that to the counselors who would have had to fill that time. And I ended up getting so many compliments. Now, did I have to sacrifice sleep that night? And then I was up all day and then went to a conference that night as well? Yes. But was it worth it? Do I regret it? No, not at all. Because that's something I can have to show for the work that I do forever. Forever. The work was worth it. And so I invite you to have that same type of mentality about your life, about your work, about your work ethic, and about how you want to show up. Get some initiative about you. Because nobody's going to motivate you to do the things that you need to do for yourself if you want to progress beyond the schedule somebody else is going to give you. Nobody's going to make you do that. Nobody's going to be holding you accountable. They're just going to look at what you're producing, look at what you're not producing, and either want to be a part of your team, either want to be your client, either want to be your friend, either want to bring you on or not. It's simple, but you can't have excuses and success at the same time, at least not the level that most people envision it. So that's all I have for y'all tonight. That was just my rant and... You know, I know I sound very straightforward, but, you know, if if teaching didn't teach me nothing else, it showed me where I did and did not have boundaries very early on um, when I was even subbing with middle school. And it's one of those jobs that I, I feel like is rewarding in that way, because when you teach a whole lot of students, if you don't have boundaries, you really going to drown. You're not going to enjoy your job you can't try to be just a nice teacher you can't try to be super duper mean you know you got to have your personality but your boundaries just got to be clear and consistent and fair and I feel like I'm in a place where I'm one of those teachers where we have a good relationship if you're doing what you need to do and even when you're doing what you're not gonna do how I feel about you don't change but you probably gonna get tired of hearing my mouth you're probably going to get tired of see it, hearing me reiterate or you're going to get tired of me holding you accountable for what you did not do if you're collegiate. Like, hey, no, this is this is late. This gets a zero. Thank you for emailing it to me hours later, but I'm not giving you credit for it. Because my rules were clear. So, um... I just invite you to think about those things in your own life. Like, in what ways do you or do you not take initiative? In what ways do you allow reasons to become excuses as to why you can't, won't, or have not moved forward? In what ways have you not taken responsibility for the results that you are getting or not getting in your life? And in what ways can you improve those areas? I ask myself these questions every day every day so I'm not talking from some pedestal like I have it all together I'm I'm talking as somebody who reflects on this daily that's why I can talk about it so in depth because I make mistakes all the time I make mistakes mistakes daily and there are things that I have to reflect on there are things that I have to reprove on there are things that I have to lighten up on there are things that I need to go harder on there are things that if I see myself giving an excuse it's like no no, no, with that, that's not gonna work there. That's that's not it. So I love y'all so much. Uh, 
I hope you continue to find value in these episodes because I know I enjoy making them. If you want to reach out to me, you can at Arts Feminine on Twitter, The Feminine Arts Academy on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Wondering Whitley on Instagram and Facebook, and then Wit Wit Hooray, W H I T W H I T H U R R Y is my personal Instagram page. And remember, get in alignment and receive your assignment. Talk to you soon.